Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt Olson, JB, and Danny Oakstad. Hello and welcome, magic folks, to episode number 74 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. We are your hosts. I am Matt Olson. Right there, we have JB. What's up? And over in this spot, not Danny, but we have a special guest in Danny's place. We have Big G. What's up, everybody? To those that don't know, uh, Danny now has a little sapperling, and he is taking a couple weeks off. Good yep. for him. Good for him. Unpaid parental leave. Yeah, we, we, we don't get paid for this gig at all. We do it for fun. So uh, Danny does not get paid. <laughs> so Big G very graciously decided to jump in and stuff here and... See how it turns out. If he sucks, let him know. <laughs> right? Boo him off. You have no power here. No. Oh, yeah. but I do. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to everyone else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> JB, True. you got no power here, JB. But ah, you do have no but power But I do. Here. I'm an admin, sir. Are you an admin? Tell me how you can use your admin powers. Tell me. I don't know, but I can just be an admin. You have no power here. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In in, in so some be, universe. So because I'm filling in for Danny, does that mean I have to be the all right guys, let's let's get this show moving here? Yeah. Niv Mizzet Niv Mizzet is your catchphrase. Oh, yeah. Use it very okay. liberally if right. you can. Plus you also need to download a soundboard, sir. And you need oh. to get a bunch of clips on a soundboard. Oh. All right. Because all right. Danny runs right. the soundboard. And then on occasions pull up Candy Crush when you start to get bored. Yes. Oh uh, you know, what's the, the golf I'm gonna, game? I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna do uh, Marvel Strike Force. <laughs> <laughs> a little a little better, a little more topical. Stray, stray away a little bit. And, and you know what's even better about this? We know for a fact Danny will not be listening to this, so we can shit on him as much as we want right, right? now. Right, he never listens to the podcast. He never listens to this. All right, so is this just any soundboard? Like, just download a soundboard? What, uh, I, I don't know what Danny was using. Preferably something with the, I am the machine. <laughs> oh, got it. I'm on it. <laughs> So before we jump into the podcast, we want to give a special thank you, shout out, amazing how how they agreed to sponsor some schmucks like us. Uh, J-Dub Sports Cards and Gaming, located at the West Acres Mall in Fargo, North Dakota. They graciously decided to sponsor us. And so we got to tell you about them because we love J-Dubs. They have loads of magic product. And with Keldheim coming out, officially releasing this Friday... They are definitely the place to go to go get your to go get your cards, your supplies, and stuff to get ready for webcam magic and all that stuff. They have Keldheim. If you're not into Keldheim, they do have Commander Legends as well. But if you're not into magic, they also have sports cards, Pokemon cards, and D and D books. I figure that should be mentioned as well. They have a lot of nerd product there for us all: uh, sleeves, play mats, dice. Anything that you can imagine. They got it. Playmats. Don't forget the J-Dubs playmat. J-Dubs does have a playmat. But if that's not all what you want to do, they have weekend leagues for Modern and Legacy on the Discord. Links for that down below. I think I think that's everything for that. So let's jump into the breakdown of how this episode is going to be laid out for y'all here. But Matt, don't oh. we have another announcement? What's our other announcement? Don't we have something groundbreaking coming up that's launching today? Teamer Giants? No. No, not that kind of groundbreaking. So they, no. They, no. They are very groundbreaking. 
<laughs> yes. I'm filling my role. Yes. Isn't isn't something launching today, Matt? Yeah, what's this what's this thing that's launching today that I was told about? Oh, that's right. So uh now that we're on Twitch, we figured that maybe we can try and be a professional podcast or something like that. I think I think that's what happens. So at the end of this episode, I'm gonna hit the launch button on a Patreon. We're gonna have a Patreon account. Where Hell yeah. if you guys feel the need to send money our way to help pay for the hosting fees of uh, the site that we use, we use Pinecast. I don't know. I just want to be complete. <laughs> oh, my God. This... <sighs> You're taking Danny's position to heart. It is. Do what I can. It's, Do what I can. It's appreciated. I was, asked, I was asked to be here by Danny, and I feel like I need to embody Danny. And Danny's not even here listening to this. I know, too, right? To critique or just be like, he's doing a good job. Bravo. Right? The golf clap. But we're launching the Patreon, and right now we only have the one pay structure or whatever, the one tier, and uh, the tier is th- three bucks a month. It's three bucks a month <laughs> just to send us send money our way to help pay the hosting fees and to help us start saving money to do more streaming. Uh, to those that keep notifications open for us, yesterday... I did a live stream of opening up a Zendikar gift edition bundle won by one of our listeners, Ono, on the Discord. He gave us permission to open it live on a stream, so I, I streamed that, opening the pack, and then I opened a bunch of Commander Legends packs. So the money that you'd be given to us would be helping expand that, more content. I feel I feel we are schmucks that have a voice to say, and maybe we can like start button heads with... Uh, not butting heads, making our way into the MTG creator realm. I feel we have uh, a certain finesse that we can we lay can, out. We can start our internet rivalry. <sighs> JB's been waiting for this for a whole year, and now we're going to be able to probably do it a lot more successfully. Grab but, your pitchforks but and torches. <laughs> but first off, JB <laughs> has to do a better job at doing uh, improvise, improv. You got to watch stand-up a little more there, bud. Oh, dude, just watch whose <sighs> line is that anyway? <laughs> Robin Williams, yeah, I got improv it. king, oh, right God. there. Bless that man. R.I.P. Ah, he was so good. Taken too soon, right? And a fellow nerd. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, for God. those of you, for those of you who don't know, his daughter's name is Zelda, and it's not just a happy coincidence of the Legend of Zelda. He loved Legend of Zelda so much, named his daughter Zelda. Good shit. And like I think it was when the 3DS came out and they relaunched Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, they actually had a commercial with just them. Did they really? The games. Oh, nice. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, it's yeah. so cool. That's awesome. Nice. Speaking of streams of opening stuff, if you guys tune in this Friday, you're going to have a nice surprise. I'm going to be opening my set booster box on stream. So this old guy is going to start... Yep, it's gonna start learning technology. I'm gonna try and stream for you guys and and show you. Are you gonna my, be streaming from here, or your own home? My own home. Ooh, yep. we get to see into the boggle den. Yes, you get to see into the boggle layer. Not just the desk, but the layer, the den. Yes. And maybe maybe a little boggle running around. Maybe. Well, you might hear her in the background. She's pretty Ooh. loud. You know what you should do? <laughs> get her. Get her to open a pack with you. And flip it or rip it. I was just about <laughs> to say flip it or rip it. No, no, no. No, watch. No, no. That'll be, be my luck, okay? Because you guys will get to see my horrible luck with booster boxes. Now, it'd be my luck. The one pack I let her open and flip or rip, it'll be like the high money card. Yeah, there Tibbled. you go. And she'll rip it. 
I'd be sad if she rips Tybalt. Let's let's be real. She'll probably like gnaw on it more than ripping it. Right? Water damage. Yep. Good stuff. But yeah, so no. So tune in Friday. Sometime I'm going to be hopefully opening that box. It'll probably be later Matt, for those of us who didn't watch the the opening of Ono's gift box, did he get anything good? Oh, he did. Did he make out like a bandit? He got a lot of good stuff in that. He got three mythics. He opened up a uh, Nissa Waker Bows or yep, whatever the Borderless, the Golgari, the Golgari nice, nice. Planeswalker go. opened up a um, Scourge of the Skyclave. There we go, Scourge Ooh, of the Skyclave. Good card. Ah, oh, jeez. And what was the last one? What was the last one? I don't know. I might have had to run away from the screen and chase my kid. Ah, jeez. At that was, point, but he, <laughs> I but had to do that quite often. <laughs> opened three Mythics, had five or six showcase Zendikar showcase cards. Awesome. And a foil borderless Mall of the Skyclave. Nice. Way to go, Oh No. Yep. Yeah, dude. Way oh, no. Oh, Way no. Was open up like that pack. Amazing. At... Yeah, no, it's a solid box. It was a good box. They did a good job. Not going to lie. Uh, I think that's about everything for updates and stuff. We talked about Patreon. JB is going to be streaming. So, yeah, uh, make sure to turn notifications on when we start going live and stuff enjoy you know because we're in a time of COVID. everybody's looking for a way to have content and we hope to be the schmucks that give you some good content and maybe maybe if big g wants he can do some live content here oh, as well. i'm so down i'm so excited i got to nerd Her- out i told my wife that i got to do this and she's like you know i'd love to i'd love to sit and listen to you live on this podcast but there's two problems one I'm not a, as big of a nerd as you. <laughs> and two, it's bachelor night. So I know there's no chance. <laughs> right. I'm surprised the wife hasn't turned it on yet. Did, did, did you let Miss Spoggle know? Well, she knows where I'm at. She knows what I'm doing. Well, no, no. Did you send her a link to the Twitch though? Or to the Dude, YouTube she's channel? She's in the discord, sir. Who is that? That would be Matt. What the heck, Matt? I do not know why my alarm is going off. I am on silent. I feel like you should be awake at this point. Yes, why do you have an alarm alarm for 7.50 at night? This is my bedtime alarm to get ready for bed. Oh, my God. You old fart. I got to get up at 4. Well, I got to get JB up and at the gym at 5.30. We're going to see if this boggle can get any bigger. Right? Yeah. Going to get swole. A swole boggle. She's putting on the ethereal armor. Yeah. 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 Not going to be able to itch my nose and be like... Somebody throw a cat on my face. No, dude, you're not going to be able to wipe your ass when we're done with you. <laughs> That's the main goal. Hopefully we can get Wade there too and we can just see what happens. We're going to be Hans and Fonz and we're going to pump you up. Oh, God. Yeah. I know oh, that skit. It's going yeah. to like be like that Mark Wahlberg movie where he's doing freaking sit-ups on a billboard. Oh, God. Like, okay, let's let's be real. A Dwayne The Rock Johnson performance where he is this big, beefy dude. <laughs> And he's, just, that little he's just this little Fiero. timid guy. <laughs> he's just this little timid, like, oh my god, it, 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 did I do something to hurt you? God, that was the best movie ever. Oh, oh pain and gain. There yes. we go. Jeez. No, no pain, no gain. No, I think it's just pain and gain. I don't was think it? it's no pain, no gain. I think it's just pain and gain. It was something like that. I know that. It was a good movie, though. It was, I it was pretty it. good. They're driving around in what was it, a Fiero? Yep. <laughs> it's, it's like a gorilla driving around in a matchbox <laughs> it was car. so bad. 
I have never seen this. I am not much of a, oh a movie junkie, unfortunately. So my oh, dude, my Matt, you gotta, you yeah. gotta jump on this it's train. It's so man. good. It's so good. It's Talk the... about Roid Rage Central. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> All right, let's get moving on. Niv Mizzet. Yes, Niv Mizzet. You're a bad Danny. That took you so long to do the Niv Mizzet there. It's because I was involved in the off track. <laughs> and he wasn't playing Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah, if I was playing Candy Crush or, you know. Damn, uh, I lost this level. Oh, it's time for Niv Mizzet because I lost this level. <laughs> Okay, so that wraps up all of our announcements, I guess. So from there, we pass it over to the Boggle Desk, where JB has some... Oh, I didn't even give you the the breakdown how no, this is going to no, go. No, you didn't. Uh, the breakdown. There's going to be a Boggle Desk. There's going to be news. There's going to be a finance section. And then there's going to be a tech of the week. And then you can all go home. <laughs> there we go. Boom. Here, I'm going to take this away from Matt. You ready? Boggles, let's hear about those past weekend events. Sweet. See, now that's how you do a segue, Matt. <laughs> so anyway, our past events here don't have much, but we have a modern challenge to talk about. So first up, in first place, we have Return to Dust, who is playing a crazy Titan list with, you guessed it, Uro. So we got Primeval Titan, Uro, and Dryad of the Elysian Grove with a crazy-ass mana base. I can't even count all the colors in this. There's a lot of colors. It's either one to five, JB, right? Or zero to We're five. We're going to go six. There's six colors in this. Technically, uh, colorless is a color now. See? Bam. There's six colors. Six. Okay. JB, you got me there. Gotcha. Yeah. It's got the cryptic man, some growth spirals, mana leaks. Good stuff. It's got a little bit more of a control package in with a prime shell. A little crazy, but I like it. Second place, we have Antoine57437. And let's see what he was playing. This one might oh be Oh, my God. This is, this guy's after my own heart. Yeah, I was just about to this say. This guy's after my own heart. This, this oh, just gonna... yes. He's got an Abzan build. To all of you out there, this just goes to prove that JB does not look at the notes beforehand. <laughs> no, I don't. I love to fly by the seat of my pants. I do. I really do. Yes. Yes. Well done, Big G. I do what I can. Well done. I do what I can. I'm here to serve. <laughs> so it looks like we've got an Abzan Aether Vile deck. Got some Bird's Paradise, some E-Witnesses, Flicker Wisps, Giver of Ruins, Knight of the White Orchids, Scavenging Ooze, Skyclave Apparitions. Favorite card. Love that card. Some Tide Huller Scullers, Wall of Omens, and Wasteland Stranglers. Along with Collected Company, Ephemerates, and a Single Path to Exile. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Just a straight up value deck. Love it. So third place, we have Jabberwocky, and it looks like they are running a Mardu Shadow deck. It's looking like a good one. It does, because they're running some Kroxa. Yeah. They got two Kroxas, four Death Shadows, four Tide Hollow Scullers. Got some Inquisition of Kozilek, some Ling Ooh, Lingering Souls. I was about even. to say that one. That's that's interesting. It's been a while since Lingering of Souls have put up uh some top results, right? if I'm not mistaken. I know one deck that puts up some results that has Lingering Souls in it that Boggle hates. Mardu Pyromancer? No. Azurius. Ah. Uh... Polymorph. Oh, yeah, you're Polymorph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's keep moving on. All right, and then he's got the fourth thought seizes, some fatal pushes, coal against command, lightning bolts, uh, you know, normal normal death shadow staples, Mistress Bobble, some Nile spell bombs main board. That's some interesting tech right there. 
That's good stuff. So moving on to fourth place, we have Chris Lampa. And it looks like we've got a spirits deck. So we've got some drugs called Captains, Glasspool Mimics, Mausoleum Wanderers, Four Noble Hierarchs. Nice. Rattle Chains, Selfless Spirit, Shackle Geist, Skyclave Apparitions, Spell Quellers, and Supreme Phantoms. With Collected Company. Ooh, baby. Right? Getting that green splash. Gotta get it. And Aether Vials. Gotta throw the Aether Vial in. Oof. I see an oof in there. Yes, there's an oof in the sideboard. I love that oof. Especially in the Commander. Really pisses people off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Not one of these. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Up next. Okay, so fifth place, we have Scorpion 87. Looks like another Collected Company deck. With some Aether Vials. I, I, see a, I see a trend here. I wouldn't say this is a Collected Company Aether Vial deck, but... No, nah, this is a Walking no, Ballista. Yeah, I was about to say, it's a Walking but Ballista it's deck. it's got Collected Company and Aether Vials in it, though. Well, yeah, because... Which, a lot, of, a lot of the couple of the decks creature-based. Any creature-based deck is going to be having Aether Vials. So, I mean, yeah, sure. But Aether yes, it does, it does have the, the Heliod Walking Ballista combo in it, which I think is the cheap way out but whatever i guess you want to get your wins get your wins it's fun i know wade stomped me a little bit with that one so right but yeah no it's got oriak champions conclave mentors single giver runes got your heliod your walking blista your luminarch aspirant which i am pretty high on this card i like this card a lot. i dig that one it's pretty good got your noble hierarchs ranger captain of eos tutor up your walking blista and skyclave apparition yeah buddy yeah i love skyclave Apparition. It's a good card. Solid card. It's good stuff right there. It is. It's very good stuff. So moving on to sixth place, we have Mazu93. And it looks like we've got another Death Shadow deck. And this one is actually... What are we talking about here? Are we talking Jund? No, it looks Grixis. Yep, you got... No, there's green because there's Tarmogoyf, dude. Yeah, it's four color. You got Stubby D and you got uh, Traverse the Uvenwald. Four Mm -hmm. color Shadow. Oh, so it is four color. Oh, yeah, because he's got Stubborn Niles in there. Yep. Cool, cool. Yeah, so we got four Death Shadows, Scourges, a single Scourge of the Skycliff. So it looks like they're going down on those. Uh, Some Street Race, Tarmogoyfs, Inquisitions, Thought Seize, another Traverse the Uvenwald. Cling to Dust, Dismember, Fatal Push, Lightning Bolt, Stubborn Denials, and Teamer Battle Rages. So good stuff. Good stuff. I've got my own little jank Mardu Death Shadow deck that I think is pretty fun to play. So moving on to seventh place, we have Kami Tech. And it looks like a straight up Azorius deck. We got Jace the Mind Sculptor, Teferi Time Raveler, because who doesn't love Baby T? Some Resto Angels, Skyclave Apparitions again. Look at that. God, this top eight is just after my heart. I love it. Got some Spell Quellers, Stoneforge Mystics, Force Negations, Path to Exiles. Oh, look at that. We got Azorius Stoneblade with the Shark Typhoon. Good stuff. On Thin Ice. You know, I've been on the fence with this card on whether or not to play it in some of my mono-white decks and switch my mana bases to snow. It doesn't hurt you at all. Right. I would say, why not switch it to snow? Right. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt. And it'll allow you to have potential more snow play when, speculating here, when Modern Horizons 2 comes out, that there could be more snow synergies. Right. I mean, Which that's I the think, thing. I think that would be so much fun. There that needs to be, be a little bit more snow hate, though, 
which I know a lot of people were hoping for out of Kaldheim. Right. They couldn't do a crap ton of snow hate in Kaldheim because it's a standard base set. They can't well, have a, a not they a crap can't, ton, but they can't have a modern level something snow more than hate one card piece. into standard because that would just like completely make snow decks unplayable in standard. Though, you know, there might be an argument be, because with, that's their main concern right now is making standard playable. Right? Look at the cards they've dropped in the last two years, dude. It's not about making standard, standard is playable. unplayable. It's about making standard watchable. Standard's broken. How many times have you guys watched the Tibbolt's trickery combo go off? On One too many times. Too many times already. Yep. See, yes. So you watch it. Too many times already. Played against it. Like I said, I scoop. Turn to Ugin. I scoop. Fuck you. You scoot? I scoop. You scoot? I scoop. You scoot? I scoot that scoop. Oh, okay. There, there was a triple, Tibbles Trickery deck that made it into this challenge. Yeah, but we're not going down that far, sir. I was about to say. Do we just we're m- moving on to eighth? Yeah, we've only got one more, yeah, which is eighth, eighth place. We'll move on to eighth. We got Eclipse forty three forty three in eighth place with another Azorius build, but this one's more controlly. It's not Stoneblade. We got Jason Mind Sculptor, some Hero Dominaria, the Baby T, Seagate Restoration. I'd like to see that card played. Needs some love. Oh, but it's got Terminus. Don't like that card. <laughs> Don't like that card at all. Terminus is terrible. Don't play it, people. What place is got... that one? What place? What place is it? 17th. Okay, that's why. A, a spot ahead the Tybalt's Trickery. What, okay. Ad Nauseam? Right. Ad Nauseam. Right. Why are you looking that far down, sir? We're on 8th place right now. Because I figured that you'd appreciate Well, Ad yes, Nos. I appreciate it, but... Still, it, it just goes to show you that you, place, sir. It just goes to show you that you don't look at the notes ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. When do I ever? Okay, it keeps things interesting. It keeps things interesting. If you're gonna keep things interesting, you gotta get better at that improv skill, man. I'm getting there. All right, I'm All getting right. there. I'm an old fart. Okay, it's hard to teach old dogs new tricks, dude. You're like a week older than me, <laughs> but it matters. It's all that matters. Apparently, in your old mind, it does. <laughs> a week is like two years, sir. In boggle years or what? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. That makes sense then. <laughs> okay. So back to this deck. <laughs> so, <laughs> Niv miss it. Yes. Niv miss it. There you go. Keeping us on track there, Big G. Hey, I'm I'm doing my best to keep us on track, but add some spice to it. So we've got standard control package, Archmage's Charm, the Cryptic Command Lock, which is stupid, Deprives, Force Negations, Frantic Inventory, Logic Knots, Mana Leak. Oh, only one Mana Leak. That's pretty interesting. Four Opt. Four Path to Exiles, and then two Shark Typhoons, because why not? Shark Typhoon's a pretty fun card. I mean, I dig it it's when a I'm super not playing card. against it. Right? I always like to hard cast it, though. That's just me. Eh. I like to maximize my sharks. Yeah. All right. So it looks like that'll wrap up our past events. Now on to upcoming events. We have a Bash Brothers tournament coming up on February 20th. There will be a link in the description if you guys are interested. I think we've talked about a couple before. Next up, we have some MTGO events. We have a Triple Cons flashback event starting on the 3rd, running through the 10th of February. And then we also have a Kaldheim Sealed Super Qualifier going on on the 6th, and that is all on MTGO. And with that, I think we'll turn it over to our pseudo Danny. Oh, nice. To see what we have. See if maybe we have a BNR. You know... It's really weird. It just came across this side of the desk. Boggles just got banned. No! In every playgroup that has status. Oh. 
No, I'm so just not kidding. our play group because we don't have status. <laughs> yeah, we don't care. We don't care. <laughs> no, uh, there there are no BNR announcements right now. I'm sure we'll have a couple coming up for standard coming up here in the next few weeks, but nothing today. All right, moving on to the blog talk. I actually picked out two. One, because it had a nice little flavor for why I'm here. And then two, it just seemed like a cool one. All right, so the first one, the machine orthodoxy asked. <laughs> I'm at, the machine. I'm the machine. Asking for my twins, do you see us getting more twins in the future, identical or fraternal? I thought this one was cool because, you know, Danny just had his baby. Yes. Or Danny's wife had the baby. He just kind of stood there and just, what do I do with my hands? Right? (laughs) (laughs) Do I shuffle something? I mean, do do I create some tokens? How many tokens are we creating? (laughs) So many sapperlings. Got to activate my wrist. All right. And it it got it. So much for uh, anointed procession working out for that guy there. He only got one. (laughs) Right. One out of the deal. Uh, he, did, he didn't have it on the field yet. Mm. Yeah. Um, so the, the answer to this was, I'm not sure. There are two sets of Planeswalker twins. We have Rowan and Will and Bolas and Ugin. So there's that one. Like I said, that one's more just a flavor one. And then the one I kind of picked out because, you know, it seemed interesting to me. Let's see. Quantext asked, which set that you've worked on was your least favorite and why? I found this answer really interesting. Um, he said, Rosewater said, probably Champions of Kamigawa. I was one of the, on the development team for that set. And I mean, at the time, I get it. Because, I mean, for those who are playing, I he- I've heard the stories of, oh my god, that was the worst set in the world. Back then. But now with Commander and everything, it's like one of the sets you see some of the most cards coming out of for decks. Right. Kodama, Sakashima... Yeah, as examples of cards that are thrown back to Kamigawa, is is this a con- uh, a potential start of a conspiracy? The real reason why we haven't gone back to Kamigawa is because Rosewater just puts the kibosh right then and there. Maybe he is. He's like, I, you know what? I had such a bad taste in my mouth from being on the development team. <laughs> Hell no, we will not go. Oh God. Oh man, we gotta pass this over to uh, Trent over at uh, Deep Fried Conspiracy Theories, right? <laughs> there we go. Ha- have him look into this, Trent. If you're listening, hit me up. <laughs> All right. So moving on to news topics. Perfect time for a quick break. Yeah, quick break. Here we go. All right, are we ready? We're ready? Ready. Okay. Here, here's my fun announcement that I brought with me before we move on. But first, this one goes out to Wade97. That's right, baby. We got an announcement coming just for you and all you other commander players out there. I'm going to shut off the music now because it's distracting. No, but seriously, um, a fun announcement. <laughs> A fun announcement we got um, for those of you who maybe or maybe do not listen to the Command Zone podcast. A little while back, back in about November, they made an announcement that they are holding auditions for game nights coming up in 2021. And to, on today's episode that they released, and it's all about the the standard commanders coming out of um, Kelheim, that on the set review, what goes in the 99 episode, they are announcing 
who made it onto the episode. And this is a big deal because you entered in on this. Yes. So I am super excited. And they talked about it a little bit going, hey, we had like over a thousand people submit an audition tape and we had like 25 that were like, yep, they could be in. So like, I've got my fingers crossed that I'm at least in that 25. <laughs> Yo, big G. Oh my God. You so, got to keep us up to date on this yeah, shit. Yeah, I will. Like, I mean, I'm sure I'll, I'm sure everyone will get some kind of like courtesy email. Like here's your participation trophy for sending in a video right? email, <laughs> but no, it'll be so cool. And another buddy of mine um, submitted a video. So I'm cheering for him if I don't get in. So it'd be really awesome. Oh man, this is exciting for sure. Well, so yeah, that that's my other fun news news bit. Big G, good luck. Thanks, man. You got all of us here at this weekend MTG backing you. Hell yeah, right. All right, moving on, moving on to the quickies. Yeah, we got a couple quickies here. Uh, this podcast has been going on pretty long, so we want to try and snipe these out real quick here. So I'm just gonna cover them as fast as I can. First up, we have some Moto updates as of the 27th. Uh, players who opened up the backside of Keldheim promo MDFCs have had the correct usable cards added to the uh, accounts. The fix for the issues were goblin tokens appearing as swamps and triggers going onto the stack from incorrect events. From incorrect of events. 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 Words events. are. Events. Words are events. We're working on it. It's been depends a while since where, I spoke. Depends on where you're from. Right? It's all about that that accent. Yeah. Will be released tomorrow morning. So they are out right now. So if any of you had experienced that, it's all done and over with. And this is off of the official Magic Online Twitter feed. Next up, SCG is looking for an assistant manager in pricing. Uh, the pricing assistant manager oversees What's operations that? of the price de- pricing department, including, but not limited to, tracking overstocked inventory for websites and businesses to business use, ensuring price associates are accurately updated, updating card prices on a regular basis, configuring weekly sales, and assisting with related, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> with related tasks as needed. The pricing assistant manager will <laughs> regularly evaluate department procedures and be a resource for information on programs and platforms for the department regularly the department regularly utilizes <laughs> they have a whole <laughs> list of their stuff salaries and benefits they got a salary based on experience health insurance dental visions supplemental insurance 401k nice. paid time off and paid holidays Links in the description down below if you are looking for a new job in that kind of a field. Next, there has been an errata pretty quickly in Arena. Allrund gets a day one errata. So the old text of Allrund's second ability, Allrund is... I should probably have the Allrund card pulled up here too. I should have just brought my card. You could have looked at it. Who's not paying attention to the show notes now. Right? And you give me shit, sir. Jeez. So Allrund is a new card from Keldheim that reads Blue Blue 3. It's a 1-1 legendary creature god. Allrund gets plus 1, plus 1 for each card in your hand and each foretold card you own in exile. So the errata comes in its second text here. So the old text of this ability is, at the beginning of your end step, choose a card type, then reveal the two cards Top two cards of your library. Put all cards of the chosen type into your hand and the rest at the bottom of your library in any order. 
The new text, the errated text, is at the beginning of your end step, choose a card type, then reveal the top two cards of your library. Put all cards of the chosen type revealed this way into your hand and the rest at the bottom of your library in any order. So essentially, this is just to stop you from picking anything else from outside of the cards that you revealed this way because there are people that are like, oh, so I can pull something outside uh, in exile or from my sideboard because it didn't specifically clarify. That is the errata. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I totally would have just been like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can just pull shit out of my sideboard with this. And that's exactly what Fuck. everybody else said is like that that minuscule amount of text. Like not a lot of people would have been able to cut that unless you are some. Well, OK, there are definitely a lot of loophole finders. Yes. Right. They, they <coughs> cheaters <coughs> are people just looking. They're not that. cheating. They're playing 100 the percent. They're playing in the constraints of the rules that the card elaborates they're this leveraging is, this is why we have things called oracle text yes okay last on the quickies keldheim came out last week early access was on wednesday it got released on thursday and now it's out for everybody to play on arena digitally it's not out in paper yet until this friday but on arena on arena go uh, on uh, uh, money missing. printer go <laughs> that's what that is yeah. Okay. Oh, I was just making a rain cardboard. So on Arena, you can enter in Play Kelheim and get three free packs of Kelheim. Yeah, get some. Every, yeah. Everybody wants that. Mm. Gotta get that. Gotta get that. Boom, debt, boom, pow. Oh, hold on, hold on. I don't think we're ready for that yet. Oh, we okay. don't want to get copyrighted. We're not there yet. Well, Ooh, if it's under 30 seconds, we're fine. I think. That is a common misconception. Any amount... Of stuff on there, not good. But those are the quickies for everybody. Let's move on to some of the more in-depth topics, starting with JB, who has some Hasbro news. Is he paying attention to the show notes? I have the tab pulled up. Oh, there we go. The, I, I don't know if you realize this, but because of JB is the only reason why all this stuff is color coordinated. <laughs> I was about to say I had it pulled up just in case. <laughs> Sir, you're not acting like Danny. You need to be candy crushing right now. <laughs> you can't. I be, told you. I you told can't you. be pulling up tabs that aren't your color. I told you. I'm Danny with some spice, <laughs> making sure you're on track. And if I need to, just being like, "Yo, JB, get the get the f out the way. Get that <laughs> f f out of the <laughs> way." Oh, so we can do parodies, oh but we can't God. do the real songs. Okay, Matt, Matt, you're fired. <laughs> so anybody that's listening to this, if you're looking to be a co-host, hey. we have openings. Hey. JB, can 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 I do it? Can we just keep using Matt's space though? We got to use the same space and just fire him though, right? Yeah, we can totally do that. Oh, cool, we cool. Totally all right, that. let's do it. All right, all right, go on. JB. We'll just make him edit. Still, he'll just be behind the scenes. All right, all right. <laughs> He's just off air. Talk ha- talk Hasbro stocks. Talk Hasbro stocks. Okay, sweet. Okay, so on Yahoo Finance. Yahoo. God, that's an old commercial. Right? JB, you just showed your age even more. <laughs> right? I miss those. I wonder if anybody who listens to us is old. Well, I know there's a couple people old enough that listens to us that's like, oh, I remember that commercial. Here, right? Here's the here's the other old one to get us off topic before I get JB back on topic. Ooh. It's my money, and I want it now. Oh, Called J.G. Wentworth. 
877 cash now. Yeah, there we go. Oh, no. There don't, we go. Don't give that cuck any more fucking <laughs> advertising for free. Fuck, JG Wentworth. All right, JB, talk, talk some stocks. Okay, so Hasbro Inc. announced <laughs> that it will webcast its fourth quarter and full year 2020 earnings conference call on Monday, February 8th, so next week, at 8 a.m. Eastern Time following the release of Hasbro's financial results. Certain financial and statistical information included in the webcast, such as information required by Regulation G, will be available at the time of the webcast on Hasbro Inventors Relations website at investor.hasbro.com. Additionally, Additionally. Addition, ad, <laughs> words are hard. Anemone. 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 Additionally, the company will webcast an investor event on Thursday, February 25th, 2021 at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. The meeting will be hosted by Hasbro senior management, including Brian Goldner, chairman and chief executive officer, and Deborah Thomas, chief financial officer, and will include senior leaders from the company's consumer products, entertainment, and Wizards of the Coast businesses. Both webcasts and the accompanying presentation slides will be available to investors and the media on Hasbro's Investor Relations homepage at investor.hasbro.com. Replays of the call and the investor event will be available at the same location approximately two hours following completion of each event. So if you're interested in following Hasbro stocks, check it out. Big G. You are invested. (laughs) Heck yeah, I am. That way when I buy magic cards, I feel not as bad because I'm just trying to put it back in my wallet. That was my my not smart play when I first started in the stock game. I'm just like, oh, no, no, I'm going to be selfish. This is going to be one of my things. It's ridiculous to think that the stock market is now becoming uh, very pop culture-y. Oh, I'm in, in I'm, time. I'm holding on to my Hasbro stock after the whole GameStop thing. You gotta. I'm just like Oof. I wasn't probably gonna get rid of it anyway. It was because it had a special place in my heart. But I feel Hasbro is on a completely different level than no. what GameStop is. Well, think about it though. Think about how many people are going to pull some shenanigans now with Hasbro because no one will see it coming. Everybody's already doing it with silver. Have you seen that? They're trying to repeat the GameStop fucking oh. effect with silver, actually. Like the price of silver? With the price of silver. Holy crap. Yeah, so this, just, is, this is a college inside joke. One of our buddies, one day at supper, he has these random facts. And all of a sudden, one day he goes, so the thing about silver is, and then somebody got him off track. To this day, almost 10 years later, we still don't know the thing about silver. <laughs> Maybe this is the thing. Oh, man. You should have. <sighs> Maybe you this is the thing. You should have hit him up and been like, guy. I need to know. Is what this the thing? <laughs> is this the thing about silver? It was making a comeback in the stock market. Is that the thing? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he was going to tell you. In 10 years, invest in, in years. silver. In, no, in nine years, invest in silver. So that way in 10 years, you make money. There you go. <laughs> People love their computer <laughs> chips right now. <laughs> All right. I think it's me now, isn't it? Yeah, you yep. are red. Danny, All right. Danny's to the, color to the moon. Is red. What's, Danny's okay. red. Side, side note. What's this to the moon? The stocks. Stocks go up I've been to the moon. it everywhere. So and everybody's been like, to the moon. Because uh, gonna... the, the one Reddit guy that started it all, he had like six rockets. Yep. <laughs> and to <stuff>. the moon. <laughs> yeah. 
and because because of the six rockets that to the moon has been adapt adapted adopted whatever i think adopted would be the correct word there There we go as as the catchphrase for all this see this is why my old ass doesn't play on technology okay anyway (laughs) what what was it like when the wheel was invented it was pretty epic yeah it was way better than the square one. Did did you get did <laughs> the you square get, one was pretty bumpy. Did you get things spinning? Yes. Okay. Cool. Yes. Oh oh oh! Hold on, we lost everybody again. We had a bit of a hiccup there. Oh, oh you need oh. better internet, Matt. Oh no! I, it looks like we still got everybody. Five viewers. Never mind. It sweet, just sweet. kind of flickered there. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. I was actually looking to uh, hit up my internet provider and be like. I need to get better internet. Yeah, I thought you were going to do that like a month ago. Yeah, but I had no reason a month ago. <laughs> All right, never miss it. Never miss it. Never miss it. Big G. Never miss it. It feels like Danny's in the room right now. All right, announcing Secret Lair Ultimate Edition 2. Secret Lair's WPN exclusive Ultimate Edition series is back with Secret Lair Ultimate Edition 2. There's an editor's note due to production issues. Secret Lair Ultimate Edition 2's release date has been moved to May 7th. So Ultimate Edition 2 will be available May 7th at WPN stores around the world. This box set features all 10 full art pathway lands in premium foil with brand new art from 10 of Magic's best artists. And I won't list them all off just because... I know my weaknesses, and last names are my weakness. Yeah, yeah thank thank <laughs> you for that. We try to fumble through that and stuff, but no, there there I'm sure will be a link in the description notes. Oh, there will be a link okay. in the description. So you can go see all the artists that are coming out there. But I think this has been common knowledge for a little while of what artists were doing stuff. So. Yes, the the main thing with this is that uh, there's been a production delay. Yeah, that that's basically the big thing. So we'll have the six new lands that are coming out. And then the ones that have already, you know, come out of Zendikar Rising. So, you know, check those out. I mean, the arts on them are beautiful. I'll give them that. But I don't, I don't know if I'll get this one. I don't know. This, like, out of all the secret layers that have come out, I think this is the one that I definitely will just kind of stray away from. I don't know. I strayed away from the Ultimate Edition number one. I mean, so far, I haven't bought any. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> what are you, the OG hipster? Yes. Didn't buy them when they were cool. Now I'm you're not going to buy them. Not a conformist. Cool. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so how many of you bought singles of though? None. I haven't bought any of them. None. No. Nope. None. What if None they came? Is... What if they came out with a boggle secret layer? That I might buy. <laughs> I mean, okay. I feel like put, that let, would be let, the let, one. Let's put this in perspective. I play taxes. I almost bought the Thalia one. Okay. I did buy the Thalia one. I almost the did. The arts are right. Magnificent. So I almost bought that one, and I almost bought the Yargo one, but I never yeah. pulled the trigger on any. Yeah, no, I didn't do that one. But if they did a Boggle one, let's be honest, I'll buy, I, I, I would buy it. Now, what if they did like an enchantment one? Like it's some of the enchantments you have in the Boggle game or in the Boggle deck. I would probably buy it. Uh, okay. Depending, it was, depending it, on the art. Okay. All right. All right. If it was cool looking art, yes. If it was shitty looking art, no, I'm not going to spend the premium money on that. But if it was, if it was sweet looking art, if they did it justice... I would buy it. All right, all right. I would, I would beg and plead to be able to buy it. Let's put it that way. I would beg and plead to be able to buy it. Who know? Who knows? Your birthday's in a good month. Maybe, maybe it would just come to you. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Next week I'll get better internet. You better. I will. I didn't. Uh, learning as we go 
You uh, heard it, you heard it here, folks. Next week, Matt will have better internet. Yes. yes. Yeah, probably not though. This probably is not. Also, yeah. what your uh, money will be going to help out for, in, in true Matt fashion. He says next week, but it'll be next month. JB, why do you got to know me so well? <laughs> <laughs> because I know these things. Do you really want to hurt him? Do, do you really, really want to make him cry? <laughs> Look at that little tear coming out. Drink some beer. Drink yeah. some beer. It'll go. Drink some beer. It'll drown it. Drown the pain. Drink a beer. Oh, that, just, that just reminds me of a good TikTok. Oh, God. First off, if I we're going to be doing TikTok. this old shit, fuck all y'all for being old. Still on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not on TikTok. Fuck TikTok. Okay. That's my stance. I'll go showboat somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do we God. do with our feelings? We put them in our muscles. What do we, how do we deal with our feelings? We get bigger muscles. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But uh, no big muscles for JB here because nope. he falls asleep. He doesn't wake up on time. No, he needs to wake up and get to the gym at the butt crack of dawn. True story. Sun's not even up when I get there, but my guns are still out. You got to wake up the same time. Do you want me to call <laughs> you when out, I, guns out. You want me to call you when I wake up in the morning? God, please no. <laughs> you got to talk to the wife. <laughs> I feel like that's the quickest <laughs> way to end Matt's <laughs> life is have her call or have him call and your wife answer the phone. Yeah, she would, she would stab you, sir. She would find you, and she would stab you. I don't okay. think so. Is it going to be really that hard to find him, though? She She's would literally here. walk up to you, baby on the hip, because you woke up baby, chef knife in the other hand, <laughs> and she would stab you violently. I feel like she might go for the little, like, parry knife, though, just to make it more personal. You're right. She yeah. might. Yeah. But she would stab you. There's no denying that. She would stab you. Okay, quick side note before Niv Niv miss it. Stabby, stab, stab. Mrs. Boggles and Mrs. G seem to be talking a little bit more. So I don't know if that's good news for us or bad news for us. I think that's good news. (laughs) No, 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 that could be bad. I don't know. That could be very bad. I think they both have a a genuine distaste for how much we play magic. (laughs) Yes, yes. but Very much so. But they both have a genuine like for the family aspect that you all cultivate. Because well, not gonna lie, I think it's you more. Both, I think you it's both more seem so. to uh, place down a good fatherly figure and stuff. So I'm putting up a good front so far. That. I'm putting up a good front so far. JB, you putting up a good front of that? JB, fatherly aspects. JB, yes. Okay, JB, good. yes. JB, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, put your phone. Okay, just making sure. Putting, if your phone is going to be a distraction, no. Distraction, okay, that was young sir. That was. An I'm going to have to. That was an important text message. Okay, we'll have to oh. put that in the uh, the phone. The phone pamphlet over there. All right, Niv Mizzet. Niv Mizzet. Niv Mizzet. There we go. Let's talk about this Lotus. I'm the machine. So a couple <laughs> weeks ago, we talked to you guys about the signed black Lotus by Christopher Rush that was selling for ridiculous <laughs> amounts or uh, bidding at ridiculous amounts of card prices. Like it was getting close to a million dollar bids. But then those fell through because, you know, they got to verify that the bids are actually legit. And today we have news that the Black Lotus sold for $500,000. Half a million dollars. Woo! Woo! That's more than I'm going to make in my lifetime. So the <laughs> an Alpha Black Lotus, the most infamous Magic the Gathering card ever produced. Uh, this is This is an article. Infamous. He said infamous. This is an article <laughs> Clean read from PCGamer.com. Links in the description down below. 
an elf of Black Lotus, the most infamous Magic the Gathering card ever <laughs> produced. Infamous. He said infamous again. Words are Stop hard. Stop making fun of him. I he said, said infamous. infamous. He said in. in he said in, infamous. In, 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 in take the dick out of your ear <laughs> so you can hear. He said infamous. <laughs> Thank you, Big G. Words, no problem, words are, Matt. Words are hard, man. Words, words are, are not hard. Words I said hard. listening is, is apparently hard. Jesus, JB, fucking Christ, turn up your hearing aids or something. Here. No, maybe that's the thing. Maybe he doesn't have them and we need to invest in those for him. There you go. That's where your Patreon's going. No, no. We're going to set up a GoFundMe for this. Hearing aids for me. We're going to set up a GoFundMe and it's just going to have a picture of a boggle and needing and longing for hearing aids. With the, Imagine. With the ear horns. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, what is that? Sh- not Schmeagel. 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 With like holding the, the, the ring in his hand, but it's going to be a hearing aid. Oh, there we go. And, and they're just going to have And Jamie's Boggle face. longingly in the background looking at it. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> you guys are terrible. Now the question is, do we get an actual picture of Boggle or a picture of JB longing in the background for it? The card was sold at auction on eBay. <laughs> For $511,000. Organized by trading card investment firm PWCC, is the first single magic CCG card to sell for over half a million dollars at an open auction. Other collectible card game cards have sold for more, usually unique single printing cards, but if they did, there's no public record of it. Past Alpha Black Lotus cards have gone for as much as 250k, double this price as this last one. Uh, to top it off, the case is signed by now deceased magic artist Christopher Rush, who painted the art of the card. Rush's art set the tone for not just the first magic set, but but for the series as a whole. Christopher Rush passed away in 2016. Full article down below but uh figure that we should update y'all on the <laughs> the ridiculous money that gets thrown in collectible card games especially since covid has hit collectible card market has gone just straight up money 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 people can't go out to movies money. eat food so they start parking their cash in uh collectible card games i was, and, and I was about see, to say i'm a i'm a concert goer and i've saved money on concerts because of 2020 right but i think some of that money accidentally got funneled into magic right <laughs> i wish i could say that now you got to start uh, saving up to get some of those uh alpha alpha duels beta duels have you seen the prices on those as well this is pr- this ain't the finance section but th- those cards have moved up to tropical island and the what is the uh, the green, green blue one? No, tropical, tropical island. Then what's the red, red, blue? Volcanic one? island. There, oh, Jesus Christ. So both of those, they're up to like almost a thousand dollars a piece. It's so it's so magical. I wish yes. I could get some of those ones. I wish. I wish I could just get afford a fucking scrubland. They're hundred and fifty. <laughs> I, <thought, laughs> I thought you didn't like no scrubs. I don't want no scrubs. Yeah, there we go. This is the musical episode. I'm glad I'm here. There you go. This week in MTG, the musical. Oh, fuck yeah. We have so many that we haven't (laughs) even done. This week in musicals. Yeah. JB, you realize at some point, if and when we ever hit it. No, you're writing that on the board. You're writing that on the wall. Was that a duck? (laughs) 
<laughs> there was a duck. <laughs> I don't give a duck. Oh my yes. god. JB, move on. You know who likes ducks? Your mama. Mitch Head Mitch Hedberg. Alright, alright. Okay. Okay. He likes ducks. He found a duck. He was walking around, <laughs> so he walked into a subway. And he wanted to get a sandwich. A sandwich. But they wouldn't let him order just bread. He had to get stuff on the bread. Because he gotta get a sandwich. So he ordered lettuce and veggies. Just the basics. And then when they said it's gonna be eight ninety nine, and he's like, But it's for a duck. Well, then it's free. It's free? Because it's for a duck? Yeah, it's free. It's for a duck. Okay, was this like a Vietnam flashback or something? <laughs> <laughs> yes, from when I was like 14, staying up at like 2 a.m. watching shorties, watching shorties. Watching some stand-up. So, yes, Matt, I have watched stand-up in my life. You I suck feel, it. <laughs> I feel like that was the epitome of what like people older than us went through when they were talking to somebody that went to Vietnam. Like you just, you zoned out there for a little while. And like, I think Matt and I were concerned. Yeah. I was about ready to like pull the, pull the, Hey guys, we'll be right back after this commercial break moment. And EMT visit. <laughs> Hit me with a taser, reset my pacemaker. Oh, sure. You, you've got a pacemaker, but we haven't gotten to the hearing aids yet. <laughs> Okay, you have to get special hearing aids. The batteries can interfere with right. electrical signals. JB, move move <laughs> on to your next news topic. God damn. Okay, so I know that Matt must have color-coordinated these specifically just for me. You're welcome. Yes, I, I caught on, Matt. Both time. Okay, so we've got some Twitter updates here. <gasps> JB on Twitter? No, I'm not on Twitter. This is just the link that Matt provided because I don't like Twitter. Who provided the link? <laughs> Matt did. Who provided Wait, no. the link? Wait, yeah, that's right. I did. You did. I did. You provided this link for I me did. to put into the show I notes because you still don't know how to do that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a story for another day. So, <laughs> so you, you do computers, yes? So, yes. Yes, Matt does. So, Seb McKinnon, one of our favorite magic artists, decided yeah. to tweet today. Tweet, tweet. Yes, he tweet, tweet, tweeted. Because the bird is the word. He tweeted, Ooh. Kickstarter number four is launching this month. Limited edition playmats with extended artwork. Oh. All my recent secret layer arts will be offered. And then he goes on to reveal the damnation, which came God, out with looks, the secret layer. That looks so, beautiful. Yeah. So it looks like we're going to get another chance to get the damnation one, which is beautiful. And then he went on to tweet that all playmats will also be signed. And yes, oh, limited edition signed prints will be offered as well. Oh, yeah. So yes. I'm, I'm looking at the playmat right now, and it looks like you know it's signed, but it's like printed signed. It's not like legitimately well, ink signed. This, Obviously, you don't expect the guy to get carpal. Okay, he's an artist, okay? If he's going to have to sign... Five million of these damn things. He's gonna get carpal tunnel, and then he's not gonna be able to draw. Can you say that again without Seb McKinnon's dick in your mouth? <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have a hard time figuring out what to cut out of this. I think it's all saying. I just think it's all saying because this is just gold. Okay. 
here's the thing for you guys with this art for the damnation. Have you heard the the theory that's been going around about the artwork on this one? No. I have no I have not. not. There's all theory? Well, not theory, but there's there's speculation, so yes, maybe a theory that all three of the Eldrazi Titans are represented in this damnation art. Ooh. And I can't remember which one's which. But all three of them are Okay. Okay. represented within there somehow i can get on this train and if i find the stuff i'll i'll find it and i'll post it to the discord okay so if i had to take a look so uh people watching on the stream right now on twitch uh you can't see this but i can (laughs) (laughs) so then why address them use your imaginations (laughs) yes use your imagination oh yeah Uh, moving on so it looks like the fairy in the top right corner of this playmat could potentially represent emmercool then uh, what i would believe and, uh, I th- and i think the one with the scythe is kozilek and then the one that's eating is ulamog because yes. it's a ceaseless hunger but then what is this up here right that's I what i was looking at i don't know because like, like i said out of the four pieces like these seem to be the four i mean you got the horses and stuff chilling right the, the horses like, dueling is it, or is this just not like some sort of like uh, I think it kin, was, kin fables? I like think it was a kin, I think it's kind of a kin fable. Okay, uh, to those that don't know, kin fable is Seb McKinnon's alternative. Uh, he, he, Seb McKinnon is working on making a movie. That's one of the reasons why he's doing the Kickstarter, and it's uh, the kin fables. It's a story of Seb McKinnon original stories. That's like uh, a knights and fairy tale esque. The 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 videos look really good, and I'm excited to see when it actually comes out. But I feel maybe it's more of that instead of like Eldrazi theory. There's just so much going on in the damnation. <laughs> what the hell, Wade? Raid Shadow Legends. I don't know. If oh you know my it. god! Ad ad break. Wade, you're kicked. <laughs> No, no, no. He is elevated because the time it took to type that out. Oh, come on. He copy and pasted that. Don't, I know him no, well No, no. He totally typed that shit out. No, he did I give him the benefit no, of the doubt. No, he <laughs> copied and pasted it. No, he did worth not it. copy See, and paste it. Worth no. it. No, no, no. He copy he, and pasted it. He did not. Hey, uh, Wade, you'd sound a lot better if you get JB's dick out of your mouth. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Let's get this last bit of news out so we can keep bullshitting. All right, so for those of you who have been keeping tabs on the Magic Legends PC open beta, guess what? It's coming soon. It's coming soon, March 23rd, 2021. So greetings, Planeswalkers. Over the last year, Magic Legends development team here at Cryptic Studios has been working closely with our nearly... 100,000 closed alpha beta testers to ensure that the game's signature spell-slinging combat feels powerful, the progressive progression feels meaningful, and the overall that we are offering a fun experience. We have also collaborated closely with Wizards of the Coast, so that way the multiverse we take you to stays true to the franchise you know and love. We have spent months consuming all sorts of feedback and building on Ma- Magic Legends until we felt it was worthy to live, to live. <laughs> words are hard. Words, words are, hard. are hard. Damn. I didn't realize podcast words were hard. Here what? I am thinking it was easy, and I'm here now. 
and it's not as easy as I thought. Anyway, and now you know the rest of the story. The microphone to live up to the heritage of <laughs> Magic the Gathering, and then it clo- goes on to talk a little bit more about the announcement. But like I said, the big thing to pull out of that is open beta starts on March twenty third. Fun fact: I was part of the alpha test. But you didn't play, did you? I did. I tried. My computer sucked ass, okay? I did as best I could. Well, maybe if you'd put somebody's dick further in your mouth, maybe they'd buy you a better computer. I do. I do have a better computer now, sir. Oh. I do. Okay. Maybe you should have had that dick That's why I don't know know if I can sign up for the beta since I got picked for the alpha. That's why I haven't signed up for the beta yet. Well, just try. Just sign up. up. Yeah, try. Well, then there we go. Well, you you missed up on their sign-up date. The keys were given out after the live stream that they did on Thursday. Ah, well, shit. (laughs) Well, here, I'm I'm still going to try to sign up. I don't have an ARC account. God damn it. All right, Matt, moving on to MTG Finance. (laughs) Perfect timing. (laughs) Right? Perfect segue. Doing my best. Doing my best here. Now, in the finance section, we read off of the amazing website MTG Stocks, who every Friday have an amazing article called Weekly Winners, where they talk about three cards that have moved up significantly in price or notable enough for them to talk about, and three cards that have decreased in price. So that way, y'all can pay attention and pick them up, maybe. Yeah, baby. Big brain moves. So, uh, article again comes out on Friday. We read this on a Monday. So, prices may have changed since then, and we will inform you when they have. First up, in the weekly winners, we have Desolation. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> weekly winners. What am I? What am I missing here, James? Just, just keep doing what you're doing. You'll look at the live chat later. <laughs> Desolation is black, black one. It's an enchantment. That reads, at the beginning of each end step, each player who tapped a land for mana this turn sacrifices the land. JV, stop it. Desolation deals two damage to each player who sacrifices a planes this way. Stop stroking him. This card was originally printed in Visions and has had only the Visions printing. And it has jumped up 87% sitting at $7.48 as of Friday, but today the market price is $6.56. So eh, you're going to be kind of at that same price about if you're looking for this card. But the reason that this has moved up is because of Tergrid. Tergrid. Tergrid? God of Fright. It is the new Keldheim God that is the Black Black 345 Menace that reads whenever an opponent sacrifices a non- token permanent or discards a permanent card you may put that card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control so uh Tergrid, god of frights the reason is pretty straightforward the lands your opponents need to sacrifice are brought into play under your control having this creature out on the battlefield so you don't need to you don't feel the drawbacks your opponents have since you get a land from almost every turn especially in multiplayer games so this has moved up because commander. of Turgrid got a fr- commander prices move up a bunch of stuff yeah and mentioning Turgrid our second winner is actually Turgrid god of fright no i think it's the backside yeah it's totally the backside <laughs> it's totally <laughs> it's the backside the ba- i don't think it's the backside it's guys. totally the backside I mean, look at that backside. Mm. Right? Yeah. Oh, so oh, the backside oh. of yeah. 
Tear Grid is Tear Grid's Lantern. It's black three, legendary artifact that reads, tap, target player loses three life unless they sacrifice a non-land permanent or discard a card. And then it has the activated ability of black three, untap Tear Grid's Lantern. See, that's what it's got to be for. Can't yeah, be, it can't be totally. the front side. No, it's totally yeah. the back side. Yeah, totally. So this is a super powerful card in Commander. It has jumped up 109% on Friday, now sitting at $10.99. But, but I got mine in pre-release. Market price on this card is actually coming up to $12. Foil is almost $16. So this card is moving upwards. It's still no opposition agent. Yeah. <laughs> Can't play opposition agent in modern, though. So, the, no, But the, you can in Commander. The article reads here, we usually don't cover cards before the official release of a set. Pre-release prices are notoriously bad uh, predictors of the actual card values that the actual card values will have. But sometimes there is an exception. And that's the case with Tear Grid. As I wrote above, we've seen quite some card spikes over the past weeks in anticipation of this new commander. I'm pretty sure the last three weeks there's been at least one card that has moved up in price due to uh, Tergrid. Tergrid. Probably, yeah. Uh, Tergrid Grada Fright is a new addition to the arsenal of commanders for EDH. All new cards in this set. This new mono black commander has caused the most spikes. Uh, even compared to other commanders from previous sets, Tergrid is surely the top three of most influential new commanders so this card is pretty solid and if you get it be lucky i guess like cdh could probably i got the fancy art oh the showcase art yeah it doesn't yeah, even baby. show the price what is i don't think it's done the showcase one has yes it? i got a showcase egon Ooh, nice. Showcase Turgrid ter- uh, is sitting at $17.66 right now. Market price of foil is almost $45. Whoop, whoop. Mine's Damn. non-foil. All right, what's what's the next one? Yeah, what's the next one, Matt? The next one we have is the classic Magic the Gathering card, Jace the Mind Sculptor. Jace the Mindfucker, more like it. Right. It is a blue, blue, two legendary planeswalker Jace, uh, specifically the Masters 25 printing. It has four abilities on this planeswalker. Classic magic card right here. It has a plus two of look at the top card of target player's library. You may put that card onto the bottom of that player's library. It has a zero of draw three cards, then put two cards from your hand on top of your library in any order. It has a neg one of return target creature to its owner's hand, and a neg 12 of exile all cards from target player's library. Then that player shuffles his or her hand into his or her library. This is the Masters 25 printing here, and this has started seeing uh, slow increases of 6%, now sitting at $57. This is a... Uh, the article reads, with an increase of only 6.34%, our third winner is not a spike, but it is one of the must of the most interesting movers in our weekly winners. For a long, long time, Jace the Mind Sculpture has been going down in price. It was printed in, was it printed in Double Masters? Yes, it was, because that's the print. <coughs> that I was about to say, are you talking the original printing? That's World Wake, baby. Yeah, Wor- World yep. Wake was the original, but its most recent printing was Double Masters. Yeah. Yep, because that's the one that I own. Boom, boom. After, a sev- after several reprints, its price went down from 145 to under 70. Even though its World Wake, World Wake printing seems to be on a downtrend, that's not the case for its other printings. 
this one, the Masters 25 printing has been stabilizing and even been going up since January 1st. The same is true for the market price. It seems that the card is finally beyond the bottom price and is moving back up again. This has been a card that we were talking about in uh, the, that that popped up in not the weekly winners but the loser prices several weeks ago when yeah. it uh, started to move down in fifty bucks. And I'm like, this is a card that is gonna see uh, that that everybody loves. It's a classic Magic card, and it had a ceiling at hundred and fifty bucks. So if you want them, you should be picking them up now. And it's starting to move upward. If you haven't picked up your playset of Jace the Mind Sculptures, if you're playing blue, might be worth it to check it out. But from there, we have the cheap pickups with JB. Do we? We do. Do we? Do we, though? <clears throat> so first up, we have a card we've talked about a couple times. We have Master Transmuter. This one is the Conflux printing. Sitting at $5.36. Record low and trending down. Master Transmuter is three and a blue for a one-two artifact creature, human artificer. With an ability of, you pay a blue, tap it, return an artifact you control to its owner's hand. You may put an artifact card from your hand into play. Next up, we have an aforementioned card of Opposition Agent from the Commander Legends printing. $17.09 record low and bottomed out. Opposition Agent is two and a black. For a 3-2 human rogue creature with flash. You control your opponents while they're searching their libraries. While an opponent is searching their library, they exile each card they find. You may play those cards for as long as they remain exiled. And you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast them. Pretty solid card. CEDH players be damned. Right? And then we have another, you know, one of my favorite cards. I have this deck built. Um, and it goes with Master Transmuter. We have Brea Ethereum Shaper, the Commander 16 print. $6.24, record low and trending down hard. So if you're looking to pick it up, pick it up now, I guess. For white, blue, black, red, you get a 4-4 legendary artifact creature, human. When Brea Ethereum Shaper enters the battlefield, create two 1-1 blue stopter artifact creature tokens with flying. You pay two generic, sacrifice two artifacts. Choose one. Brea deals three damage to target player. Target creature gets neg four, neg four until end of turn, or you gain five life. And there are your weekly losers as well. If you guys are interested at all at picking any of these cards up, we highly recommend that you check out the amazing site TCG Sniper. What TCG Sniper is, is it's a site where you input cards on, on the TCG Player website into TCG Sniper, set a desired price of what you want that card to be going at, whether it be an increased price or a decreased price. So let's just say you want Brea to go down to $4. You enter in that card, put it at $4. TCG Sniper will send you a notification saying that Brea has moved down to $4. And if you go over there and sign up and make an account and mention that the guys over at This Week at MTG sent you, you will get three months free of their plus program so that means that you will get 50 cards to enter in to keep an eye out of with their uh their base membership i think you only get three or five let's move to deck of the week <laughs> all right which one are we doing uh we are doing the wade 97 jeskai deck from okay. the discord jeskai midrange wade 97 thank you so much for entering in another deck for deck of the week greatly appreciated 
Yeah, this is an awesome deck. I I dig it. You want to start it off there for us, Big G? No, no, you go ahead. Standard. You okay. Go. This is your thing. I'm just here to observe and hey. make fun comments. So Wade97 submitted a Jeskai mid-range deck for Standard with a bunch of the new cards from Keldheim here getting added in. So we'll start off with the 22 creatures that are in this deck. We have two Magda Brazen Outlaw. It is the Red 1-2-1 Legendary Dwarf Berserker. Other dwarves you control get plus 1, plus 0. Whenever a dwarf you control becomes tapped, create a treasure token. And then it has sack five treasures, search your library for an artifact or dragon card, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. There's two of those. There are four Seasoned Hollowblade, which is white 1, human warrior 3 1, discard a card, tap Seasoned Hollowblade, it gains indestructible until the end of turn. There are four Bone Crusher Giants, which is an adventure card that has Stomp on it, but uh, Bone Crusher Giant is red 2 for a 4 3 that reads when Bone Crusher becomes the target of a spell, Bone Crusher deals 2 damage to that spell's controller. And then it has the adventure portion of Stomp, which is red 1, instant. Uh, damage can't be prevented this turn. Stomp deals 2 damage to any target. One of my favorite cards, personally one of my favorite cards that is coming out in Keldheim, we have Kasima, God of the Voyage. Blue 2, 2-4, two, legendary god that reads at the beginning of your upkeep, you may exile Kasima. It if you do, it gains when a land enters the battlefield under your control. If Kosima is exiled, you may put a voyage counter on it. If you don't, return Kosima to the battlefield with X plus one plus one counters on it and draw X cards where X is the number of plus one plus one counters on it. And then it has a backside, because it's an MDFC, of the Omen Keel. Blue 1 Legendary Artifact Vehicle. When a vehicle you control deals combat damage to a player, that player exiles that many cards from the top of their library. You may play lands from among those uh, among those cards for as long as they remain exile. It is a 3-3 three, three that crews for 1. Then there are 2 Raiden, God of the Worthy, another card from Keldheim. White 2 that reads... Flying Vigilance, Snowlands, your opponent's control, enter the battlefield tapped. Non-creature spells your opponent's cast with converted mana cost four or more, cost two more to cast. And then it is also an MDFC, and the backside is... Protector Shield. If a source, or it's a legendary artifact, if a source would, an opponent controls would deal damage to you, you or an opponent you control prevent one of that damage. Whenever you or another permanent you control becomes the target of a spell or an ability an opponent controls, counter that spell or ability unless its controller pays one and it is three colorless one white thank you big g yes let me tell you what that death tech death touch deck i have hates to see this <clears throat> somebody played it against me with it yeah i had to do a lot of playing around it you hate to see it here folks Th this is a card that taxes every every kind of deck <laughs> like i mean it just works and the fact of its name is raiden is freaking awesome Right? Let's be real. Next in the creatures, we have Skyclave Apparition. You love to see it. You love to hate it. White, white, one, two, two, core spirit. When it enters the battlefield, exile up to one target non-land, non-token permanent. You don't control with CMC four or less. And then when Skyclave leaves, 
the battlefield, the exile cards controller creates an XX blue illusion creature token where X is the converted mana cost of the exile card. There is a there are four gold span dragons, all star from Keldheim, red red three, four four dragon flying haste. Whenever gold span dragon attacks or becomes the target of a spell, create a treasure token. Treasures you control have tap sacrifice this artifact add two mana of any one color smog this card it's smog just let's just be real it's smog and then there is a single allrund god of the cosmos blue blue three for a one one legendary god allrund gets plus one plus one for each card in your hand and each foretell card you own in exile at the beginning of your end step choose a card type then reveal the top two cards of your library puts cards revealed this way of the chosen type into your hand and the rest at the bottom of your library in any order. And then on the back, it has Haka Whispering Raven for blue one. It's a two, three flying bird. Whenever Haka Whispering Return Raven, Whispering Raven deals combat damage to a player, return it to its owner's hand, then scry two. I mean, that's, I dig the flip side of that one. It's just some nice recursion right there. I mean, just the fact that it's a two mana, two, three flyer. You can't discount the fact that it's a cheap, bulky kind of bird i I, mean i got nothing i was gonna say something witty about storm crow but i got nothing right now (laughs) (laughs) but it's a raven so it doesn't even work right hey there are two planeswalkers in this deck right some elspeth sun's nemesis so just in case you don't know what that is it's two colorless two white negative one up to two target creatures you control each get plus two plus one until end of turn negative two create two one one white human soldier to- creature tokens and negative three you gain five life you can also escape this for four colors and two white exile four other cards from your graveyard and you may play this card from your graveyard for the escape cost boggle's got the spells mm-hmm. okay so next up we have two fire prophecy fire prophecy one in a red it's an instant fire prophecy deals three damage to target creature you may put a card from your hand on the bottom of your library. If you do, draw a card. Then we have two Shatter Skull Smashing, which is an MDFC from Zendikar. Shatter Skull Smashing is X, red, red. It's a sorcery. Shatter Skull Smashing deals X damage divided as you choose among up to two target creatures and or planeswalkers. If X is six or more, Shatter Skull Smashing deals twice X damage divided as you choose among them instead. Smashing. Yes. And then the backside is the Bolt Land of Shatter Skull the Hammer Pass. As Shatter Skull the Hammer Pass enters the battlefield, you may pay three life. If you don't, it enters the battlefield tapped, and you can tap it to add a red. And then to round it out, one of my favorite cards to come out of Zendikar, we have another MDFC of Amaria's Call. Four white, white, white. You get a sorcery, and you get to create two. 4-4 four, four, White Angel Warrior Creature Tokens with Flying. Non-Angel Creatures you control gain indestructible until your next turn. And then on the back side, you have Amaria Shattered Skyclave, another Bolt Land. As Amaria Shattered Skyclave enters the battlefield, you may pay 3 life. If you don't, it enters the battlefield tapped, and you can tap it to add a white. Next up is the artifacts. There are three Mall of the Skyclaves for White 2 Artifact equipment, when it ETBs, attach it to target creature you control. And then equipped creature gets plus two, plus two, and has flying and first strike, but the equipped cost is white, white, two. 
And then the card that you all love to hate to see, Embercleave. Red, red, four legendary artifact equipment, flash. The spell costs one less for each attacking creature you control. When Embercleave enters the battlefield, attaches the target creature you control. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus one, and has double strike and trample. And then it has an equipped cost of three. All right, then enchantments. We've got one of the new sagas coming out. Showdown of the Skulls. Skulls? No one Skulls on this yeah, one? Yeah, okay. Skulls. All right, chapter one, exile the top four. Oh, sorry. Two colorless, one red, one white. Boros. Chapter one, exile the top four cards of your library until the end of your next turn. You may play those cards. Chapter two and three, whenever you cast a spell, this turn put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature you control. Okay, now on to the lands. Yeah, the fun part. Yeah. Yeah. That this real is what makes it tick. Real estate. Real estate. Okay, so we have a single axe guard armory. It enters the battlefield tapped. You can tap it for a white, and it has an activated ability of a generic red, red, white. Tap it. Sacrifice axe guard armory. Search your library for an aura card and or an equipment card. Reveal them, put them into your hand, then shuffle your library. And then we have four Hengegate Pathways, which is the blue-white pathway. It's an MDFC. Then we have four of Needle Verge Pathway, which is the red-white MDFC. Four Raugren Triomes, which is the Jeskai Triome from Ikoria. Then we have four River Glide Pathways, which is the blue-red MDFC out of Zendikar. Then we have two snow-covered islands, two snow-covered mountains, and two snow-covered plains. In the sideboard, we have two Frostbite, which is a snow instant for red. It deals two damage to target creature or planeswalker. If you control at least uh, three or more permanent snow permanents, it deals three damage instead. There are two Charming Prince, white one, human noble two two. When it enters the battlefield, choose one, you scry two or you gain three life, or exile another target permanent you own returns to the battlefield under your control at the beginning of the next end step. Three negates, classic, I love this card. Blue, one, instant, counter target non-creature spell. A single, revitalize. White, one, instant, you gain three life, draw a card. Three, scorching dragon fire. Red, one, instant, it deals three damage to target creature or planeswalker. If that creature or planeswalker would die this turn exile it instead we have the another cosima uh, god of the voyage uh the blue two two four god we read earlier we have two mystical disputes blue two instant the spell costs two less to cast if it targets a blue spell counter target spell unless its controller pays three and a single bane slayer angel White, white, three, five, five, angel with flying, first strike, lifelink, protection from demons and dragons. That's my dog. I'm going to be real. Baneslayer angel is my first angel. It's a powerful angel. Angel, A five, five, flying, first strike, lifelink? Like, it's a beat stick. On a beat stick. It hits hard. That's four turns before you're dead at worst. Resplendent holds a, holds a spot in my heart. I that was, that was my first there. angel. No, this deck looks awesome. Like, if I jump back into standard, this would probably be the deck I play. It's got that fun little bit of little bit of spell slinging, but very creature heavy. I I fancy myself an aggro player, and I love creatures. So right, 
this has a good job of that. Like you get a seasoned hollow blade equipped with a Maul of the Skyclave or an Embercleave that you can get out if you have an Axe Guard Armory. Relatively so. quick. And hopefully it's just in your opening hand. Right. I don't know. I dig it. I I'd love to see a couple of matches how this one plays. One thing I am hyped about is Cosima, God of the Voyage. I have liked this card since it was first shown, just for the sheer fact that it can draw you a bunch of cards and then just come in huge. But with Cosima, I would I would recommend maybe uh, some uh, Fabled Passage or something like that to like get a couple extra triggers on Cosima. But clearly, Cosima is not like a highlight of this deck. This no, is just it's... me going off into the Cosima land of like. Ah, this card is powerful. Oh no, I I see that, and I honestly the I think the unspoken hero this set like as far as like the uncommon cards are definitely those utility lands. Yes, Just the fact of they they're do so good. so much now. The Demir mm-hmm. one, you can return mm-hmm. something from the graveyard. The Orzob one. Oh, honestly, I really dig the Boros one a lot. I love the armory because, like, thinking it's five mana. Thinking more about commander, they could have played a little bit for the boros colors because those ones have been really struggling but as far as getting stuff it's mainly white is getting the shit into the stick right now right i don't know white needs to get some love i don't know man i i think white has done a really good job because you got if we're going to be deviating off of this deck tech here we got keeper of the accord we got cartographer's hawk and we have the core fucking cartographer and stuff like yes, that. Yes, but like, okay, the only thing with those is, yes, they'll ramp you if you're behind. They only catch you up to equal. They don't ramp you ahead. But here, here's the thing for white. For the white, that is a good card, because or a good set of cards, because what color most often is falling behind as far as land ramp? White. It's white. Yeah. But at the same time, yes, white got some okay stuff. Let's look at every other color and every other color combination that got just the let's let's just lay it on the table right now. Come on. Are we gonna be comparing like ramp abilities? Because blue hasn't got much of anything aside from blue green oh, style ramps. Blue's control though. White And just... white is not control. White has taxing abilities. You got R- Rayan. The, there are so many ways MBFC. around those taxing abilities, though. It yep, it catches you up though. There are if you so slow many your opponent's down, those. if you slow your opponent down to where you want to be at, you're going to be able to catch up to them. I I don't yeah. know. I got I got this weird mentality when it comes to Boros or white spells specifically, where it's like white is bad. It's like no, it's not necessarily bad because there's these the, these things that white does good. It taxes you. It has these. Uh, blink effects where you get solid ETBs and stuff. I honestly, I get what you're saying, but honestly, I think all the other colors, and if white's in there outside of control colors and it doesn't include green, it just... Yeah, white white is by far the worst color. It used to be a really good color, like you talked about with it all the taxing. Is. It's But compared to all the other stuff, all the other colors that are getting all these new goodies and all these yes. new toys... White just hasn't gotten many of them in a no. bunch of the podcasts I listen to. They keep talking about how white just keeps getting shat on. Right? Trust me, Matt. I'm a predominantly white player. Racist. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. Don't even go there. I just love white and the mechanics that it does. Like, just... just. 
I don't know. It's just, it speaks to me like D and T equipment, stuff like that. Just like, yeah. you know, white weenies, stuff like that. I, I just love. You love those white weenies, don't you? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> I love how they're so small and bite size. But, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Thank you for giving me that soundbite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're welcome. But no, like I just, I just hate how it gets, it, it's the color that gets shit on. I, and I hope with this year coming up, they've been talking about a lot of stuff hopefully coming out. And hopefully some stuff comes out of Future Sight. Hopefully some stuff comes out of Modern Horizons too. But right. Strixhaven. Exactly. Strixhaven. I think it's going to be white fawn. No, 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 no. I am not holding my breath for Strixhaven. Okay, that's going to be blue oriented. No, no, you know what is, it. What is the other wizard color? White. Got, well, no, it's Esper. Esper are the three colors that are mostly wi- associated with wizards. I'm still holding my breath for white to get some know. good shit I, in Strixhaven. I, th- I think out of the three colors that are most associated with it within the Esper it's gonna colors. It's going to be blue back. Blue black. Blue black are going to get the most. I Hopefully, think black is going to get the most. Like, well, that's more ha- necromancing. That yeah, kind of that's stuff. not much of a wizard style. Yeah, dark wizards, but whatever. Yeah, but if you go in order of what you think of like wizard tribal kind of thing, like yeah, you're going to see, I'd go blue well, and I white. Mean, more now, you're getting a couple more red spells. So I guess like Jeskai is where it's going to be. But you're going to get those three colors definitely more than green, definitely more than black. And I hope white gets some more stuff. I really right. hope they do. I uh, really do too. But on a blog talk a couple see. weeks ago, Danny was talking about. Um, oh, Stoneforge is saying red and white, or no, red and blue, red and blue. If I could read from a distance, that might help. That that name is Bearforge, right. by the way. Yeah. No, I could see. Strixhaven is going to be. I like, apparently need to get my prescription checked. I could see Strixhaven being more Grixis oriented. I don't know. I just th- I think I think White's going to get some stuff, but I think it won't be as high on the priority list. Right. It it's going to be a while before White gets bumped up. I guarantee. I, ho- I hope they start getting some stuff, but I, who knows? I mean, like I hope they do soon, but I have a feeling it's going to be at least another year down the road before White finally gets bumped up. Well, I think a lot with a lot of the complaining, not necessarily complaining, but voice of concern right. from the magic community but, about white, especially in like the commander format. Exactly. I mean, but you realize how far they, they design set, yeah. sets in advance. We're at least another year out, I think, before white is going to get the boost it needs. Well, guys, we have done <laughs> an amazingly long podcast compared to usual. I think we are almost at that two hour mark. So that gives me a bunch of material to be cutting out here good so you need something to do yeah buddy <laughs> but because of that thank you all magic folk for joining us on this uh maiden voyage of coming to twitch if you're not watching it on twitch and you're listening to the podcast version check us out on twitch you're gonna catch a lot of stuff that's gonna clearly be cut out <laughs> right <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get the raw Full, unedited, everything that's happened, uh, JB, Dick, jokes, and yes, and the all likes. The, all the messed up shit that we do. <laughs> and because of that, you are all legendary for making it to the end of this. Please, uh, we're on Twitch. Make sure to follow us on Twitch now. Uh, follow us on YouTube if Twitch is not your uh platform of choice but we're also on facebook where you can contact us and twitter where you can also contact us join the discord 
where you can contact us and talk to us and see tech techs and news articles that we don't necessarily talk about. Facebook, you can hit us up on Facebook. You can. He said Facebook already. Comments, Did questions, it? concerns oh, of fuck. any kind, so you can hit us up there. Sure. <laughs> you can also send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. We Matt appreciate may get you. to it three months later. We appreciate <laughs> feedback of any kind. We are really trying to strive to be your guys' aggregate aggregate news source of all things magic the gathering and we're looking to expand and do a whole bunch more like we said at the beginning of the podcast we are now opening up patreon uh, at the end of this episode so if uh if you feel the need at all like please don't be pressured we actually don't give a fuck if you don't give us money we've been doing this as a hobby for a year we can we're just testing things like the clear transparency the money that you that we'd be receiving would be going towards hosting costs and upgrading and doing more content because you know like i said at the beginning as well also we've been throwing around the idea of getting some custom tokens made that seems like something that podcasts need to do so So if you're interested join the patreon yes hopefully we can get you some sweet tokens down the road which will be live again at the end of this episode. Or if you're listening to the podcast, it's already live. Thank you for checking it out if you wanted to. Um, yeah, we post up the episodes up on YouTube. Uh, we are going to be streaming more on Twitch and stuff. On Wednesday, uh, the time that this episode comes out, we're going to be opening Kelheim donated to us by JW Sports Cars and Gaming. So come yeah. see as we crack open Keldheim packs. And then on Friday, JB is planning to stream his box opening of a Kaldheim set booster box. Boom. Set booster. Well, on Wednesday, it's going to be a draft booster. Friday, it's going to be a set booster. Check those out if you're interested. And let's see. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you guys' feedback. Send love over to J-Jumps because they're doing this stuff again. It blows my mind that uh, they agreed to, to sponsor us. Right? And Hold again, it's, it's not like financial in any way. They're just like, have this product. Shout out our name. We love that. Well, and the cool thing is, too, if... I don't know if we mentioned this one, but if you're doing PSA grading, they do all that stuff. Yeah, I did, I did, I did think I missed that at the beginning. Yes, I think J-Dubs you did. does do PSA grading with Beckett as well. Yep. And I think I, I was just in there tonight before I got over here and somebody was shipping off some stuff and a big chunk of Pokemon cards, so it looked really cool. You get better deals going through J-Dubs because they get bulk rates and they kind of like pass the savings on to you instead of individually doing it yourself. So I just want to put put that out there as well. But is there anything else that I missed here, guys? I got nothing. No, I think I, I think you covered it. <laughs> we did a good job then. I, I think we did a good job. Tell us how we did, <laughs> you know? Um, Big G, thank you so much for filling in for Danny tonight. Uh, hey, it was a pleasure. I got, glad I got to come. Have some right? fun. Yeah, exactly. I have to do it more often. Right? You are always welcome here. You have now been elevated to admin what? status. No, not admin no, status. not quite. Just magic folk. <laughs> team MTG. Team MTG. Nice. No, everybody's a magic folk. You're now Team MTG. Yes. Moving up in the world. There we go. So uh, let us all know. I I don't know where that was going, but thank you guys for making it. (laughs) And with that, we will catch you next week. See ya. Peace out. I love how they're so small and bite-sized.